listener production. What impact did today's surprise rate hike have on the share market? And why one stock's success was another stock's failure. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. And I'm Laura. It's Tuesday the 6th of June. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. So obviously, Laura, the RBA's decision had a pretty significant impact on the market. Just minutes away from the Reserve Bank raising rates, the market was only down half a percent. Then by the end of the day, we were down 1.2%. So obviously, it was a surprise. That's why the market fell. Only 10 of 30 economists who were surveyed on this by Bloomberg were expecting a rate hike today. Exactly right. So we did fall 1.2%. As you said, yesterday we gained 1%. So we've lost all of yesterday's gains, which means we're in negative territory for the week, but it still is early days. So after the RBA raised rates, that means we're at an 11-year high of 4.1%. So last time we're around these levels was April 2012. And it's been the 12th rate hike in just over a year. But we saw some reactions in in the sectors today as well. We did. So this was a massive surprise, as you say. Well, a pretty big surprise. And there were certainly many sectors that struggled. It was quite broad. Uh, There weren't too many sectors that did well. But retail stocks came under a lot of pressure. Banks fell, tech stocks, mining companies, energy stocks, the Aussie dollar rose, which generally happens when you get more rate hikes. At the beginning of the day, it was sitting near 66.1 US cents, and then now we're at 66.6. So we saw that lift there. Exactly. And looking forward from here, well, firstly, we should probably mention the reason why we look at this interest rate. This is a cash rate that the Reserve Bank sets each month, with the exception of Jan, when it takes a month off. And this impacts everything from what you pay on your mortgages or what businesses pay on their home loans as well. And the higher interest rates go, generally that's harder for markets. And you see, you know, you can see profits falling, consumers get more cautious, share prices can fall, which is why that's important. Commentary from the RBA, basically the reason why it raised rates, unsurprisingly, was the fact that inflation is still way too high. So it reckons the worst of it's behind us, but it still thinks there might be more rate hikes ahead. The target rate's 2 to 3%, yep. and it was, what, 6.8%? Exactly. So we're roughly at 7% still, which is obviously still way too high. It way looks like we're heading the in the right direction. But the RBA said that one of the reasons why they raised today was to provide greater confidence that inflation will return to target within a reasonable time frame. That's, yeah. that's in their words. So there'll be a few things to watch in yes. well, the days ahead. Tomorrow, the most important thing will be hearing from the RBA Governor, Philip Lowe. So he'll be speaking right before the market opens at mm-hmm. 9.20am Sydney time. And we'll be looking for hints as to what's ahead for interest rates. Exactly. And then later on that day, we'll have updates on growth and what they call the national accounts, which is just rolls off the tongue as <laughs> things usually do in, uh, in economics. Land. But we get all sorts of things like savings, inflation, productivity, income. So economists will look through these with a lot of detail and we'll have to wait all the way to the end of July to get the quarterly update on inflation, which Mm -hmm. is one reason why we might not get a rate hike in July. The RBA might wait, see what happens with inflation and then make a decision in August. So all of those wonderful things to look out for tomorrow. And I just want to flag again that the market was lower at the beginning of the day as well. So it wasn't just the RBA's rate decision. We saw falls on Wall Street overnight. We saw falls in tech stocks on the NASDAQ overnight. And part of that was Apple, which we talked about yesterday. So they had their big reveal of the fun new product. Exactly right. So this was considered to be, and it was expected to be, the biggest event in a decade for Apple. (laughs) 
because there was so much excitement about this first mixed reality headset. This did is you first... stay up till 3 a.m. to watch it? I didn't. I watched some highlights in the morning. Oh, okay. But this is the first time in years that they released and introduced a major new category. D- did you stay up? No. Because you promised you were going to stay up last mm. night, didn't oh, you? No, I said I'll just keep you updated on the emojis. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, emojis. We've got to talk yeah. about that too. I didn't, I didn't check it out. Right, fair enough. We'll do that tomorrow. But this unveiling, so there was a lot of excitement around it. The market didn't really agree, right? Because was that a record high? It did hit a record high, but then it ended down 0.8 of a percent. Once the products were unveiled, the market was then, okay, Meh, I don't know, you know about this. On to the next, you know. So, so this headset that was released, was at least unveiled, is called the Vision Pro. So it kind of looked like ski goggles and you navigate with your eyes. You can use your voice. You can click in the air when you make, you know, to click on things, which is going to yeah. make you look like a super weird person. You you were doing it earlier <laughs> in the office and I walked over thinking, what are you doing? And you had What's to tell doing? me that you were trialing the new Apple product. So I wasn't aware what was going on. I just on. had glasses it on. Was, <laughs> so. It was hard to catch without the actual proper goggles on. That's true. I read a review on this in the Wall Street Journal. Oh, they're reviewing it already. They are already. So this journalist had a 30-minute demo with a device, mm. and they basically said their nose hurt, <laughs> <laughs> and it made them feel nauseous. But oh, it felt like understandable. Apple stuck a giant Apple watch on their head. That's oh. how they described it. But they said in a good way. In, in I don't a good know how way. that would be in a good way. And they said it's comfier than Meta's headsets, apparently. Okay, Do you know well, that the issue I should quickly touch on was the price? Three thousand five hundred US dollars. Yeah. That's in Aussie dollars today, five thousand three hundred dollars for the headset. <laughs> so I don't know. That seems like people a would lot. pay it though. They'll be queuing up for it. But, yeah. Um, just overnight. To, just to give you a comparison, so Meta, so Facebook, it's Quest Three, which is the newest model that. I believe it's not out yet, but it will be soon. It's starting at about 830 Aussie dollars. Stevie, I think yeah. we need to all throw in and buy this for you. You seem really <laughs> excited about it and I hate to let you down. Thanks. Maybe you have your birthday coming up. Sure, too. I'll take it. <laughs> but if we come back to what happened today, we saw most sectors posting losses except for utility stocks. As Stevie sort of touched on earlier, we saw banks falling heavily. Major banks were down between 1% and 2%. Energy and mining stocks fell despite a lift in commodity prices and consumer discretionary stocks, including retail stocks, continued to decline after having a good day yesterday. Tech stocks were up marginally at the beginning of the day, but then they fell after the RBA rate decision. But looking at particular stocks, we heard from Sigma Healthcare today. They lifted around 22% after they won a major five-year contract with Chemist Warehouse starting on the 1st of July, 2024. So they already had an existing contract with Chemist Warehouse to supply goods, and that accounts for approximately 29% of Sigma's group net sales revenue. So not only do they retain this income, but they have this new contract now that allows them to supply medicines too. Mm -hmm. And this could see a juicy boost to their sales income. But on the back of this, we saw EBOS, Sigma's rival, fall heavily. They were down by around 12% because they actually held this same contract to supply the medicines with Chemist Warehouse before Sigma got it. So today they were informed by Chemist Warehouse that it intends to pursue alternate wholesale supply arrangements. bit like, it's not you, it's me, right? (laughs) It's exactly like that. And 
the, the contract that was in place for Sigma that was for uh, fast-moving consumer goods is what they call it. So everything yeah. from like cosmetics and soaps and shampoos yeah. and toiletries. Just wanted to flag yeah. as well that EBOS currently generates about $1.9 billion in revenue from this contract. Mm-hmm. So after the 30th of June, they won't have this income anymore. But the company CEO came out and said that they're developing strategies to minimize earnings impact and it will create alternatives for growth opportunities, and it will definitely need it because it's losing all that money. A2 Milk was another stock that actually did reasonably well, nowhere near the gains that we saw from Sigma, but it was up about 2%. So the reason why it rose was that Chinese regulators have given their okay for the sale of Chinese-labeled baby formula again in China all the way through to September 2027. That's a big deal because that's really its big growth market globally. So Sinlay, which is a major supplier of the raw ingredients to A2 Milk, rose 13% today on the news as well. A2 Milk has not done well on the market, in, or not in 2022. It halved in share price because of a lower birth rate in China, greater competition from Chinese formula makers and high cost. But do you know that between 2015 and 2019, from low to high, A2 Milk rose 38 times. Wow. So it went through that golden period because of people being poisoned in China from there were plastics in some infant formula. There were babies that, you know, sadly died as well. So they were looking at other countries like Australia, New Zealand and Europe in particular. Speaking of babies, we heard from Baby Bunting today. They slid 17% after lowering its earnings guidance and it said that sales were well below expectation. Yeah, well below. So they had this promotional event. They said sales in-store and online were, you know, disappointing 21% drop lower than last year at the same time. They reckon they'll make at best 15 million bucks this year, about 40% less than what it was flagging in the past. So it's joining that growing list of retailers that are saying that sales are slowing down. And that's a trend that's continuing. That's, again, perhaps another reason why many retailers did poorly today. And the stock ASX, that was the worst performer today. They fell 10% after announcing greater costs over the next couple of years. They did. So really struggled today. This is a company that operates the the Aussie share market. It was meant to invest very heavily on some new technology, but it said that costs are going to rise 12% this year, 12 to 15% next year. Things really didn't go to plan here. So they spent like seven years developing this new technology mm-hmm. and they had to basically put it on hold. Yeah. In the 11th hour, they, they completely cut it. So back in November, they cut it. And that also affects us here at Comsec because Obviously, we use that system, as do many brokers. So when that sort of failed and today they flagged higher costs Mm -hmm. because of sort of cutting that, we saw their shares fall about 10%. But if we look ahead to tomorrow, of course, we've already touched on what's going on in Australia. We have the RBA Governor Philip Lowe's speech as well as economic growth data for the March quarter. Tonight in the US, we'll get economic optimism for June as well. And then we'll get some data out of China tomorrow. So some trade data. Exactly. There are three big things to watch. So 9.20 a.m. Sydney time for the RBA governor's speech. So that will be just ahead of the market open. That will be a talking point early on. 11.30 a.m. Sydney time, those growth figures, and then the China trade numbers a bit later than that. Yep. To find out how much they're buying and selling. And this is important for us because they're our biggest trade partner. And also what happens in China affects commodity prices, and that can affect what we see in our share market. Absolutely. Well, it's been a massive day, obviously. We talked about the RBA, lots of stuff to watch. I'm super excited for the $5,000 Apple headset you'll be buying me for my birthday. So I did say we're all going to put in. I should have asked maybe Tom sure. and the rest if they uh, wanted to put in the money for that first. 
Well, if you're listening, Tom and Ryan, please uh, comment on this in tomorrow's podcast and make sure you tune in to have a listen. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.